Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Justin. Welcome to Millennial Love. y'all and i'm so excited to tell you about our new brand partner fabfitfun they are offering a seasonal subscription box for busy women like you and i to discover new brands and products for a life well lived fabfitfun delivers a box of full-size fashion beauty home fitness and wellness products the boxes are delivered four times a year for just 49.99 a box There's also an editor's box available for purchase in between seasonal boxes with newly discovered items. And don't worry if you miss the seasonal box because there's this great spring editor's box with favorites from spring and other past seasons. The spring editor's box has a lot more customization options from a clutch to eyeshadow, tote to lip gloss. There are some great additions to the boxes this season. There's the Tarte Double Duty Eyeshadow Palette, Grace and Stella four-pack bath bombs, daily concept hair towel wrap, and come on naturals, you know a good towel wrap would be amazing. Kate Somerville exfoliating treatment, free people travel eye mask, Brigio deep conditioning mask, and one of my personal faves, Daisha Curry, I'd rather be in bed mug. So yeah, when I opened my box, I was like a kid in a candy store. Seriously, it felt like Christmas in April. It's huge and came with so much stuff. I was digging through that box for a while. There's something in here for every girl. The travel girl, the girl headed out on the town for the night, and the girl just needing rest and relaxation. I personally can't wait to use my other fave, which is the bomb reversible clutch. The FabFitFun box has fantastic value because of the deal. Many of the product's individual value are more than the cost you pay for the entire box. I just got my FabFitFun box and loved it. If you haven't signed up yet, it's not too late. Go use our code to get $10 off your first box. Use the promo code also for $10 off the editor's box. That's $39.99 for over a $200 value. Go to fabfitfun.com to subscribe and use our code LOV3. This is seriously a great gift to yourself or loved ones of amazing full-size products with no little samples. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Try FabFitFun today. Go to FabFitFun.com to subscribe and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code LOV3 to get $10 off your first box. That's products valued at $200 for just $39. Again, go to FabFitFun.com and use our code LOV3 to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. This is the perfect gift to you or any special lady in your life. Welcome back to Millennial Love, where we discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish AF. This is Justin. This is Mish. This is Cardi. And I think I went completely out of order, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, like, I mean, at <laughs> this point, it. I'm not even going to worry about it. <laughs> they know what it is. So to give y'all a little insight, we try, we're we trying, well, they got it down packed. I'm trying to get this 
this outline, this little flow down pack so we can be a little <laughs> bit more consistent. And I'm just inconsistent as fuck. I don't know what's wrong with me. I need to practice. AF. AF. So what's up, y'all? How's your week? Good. <laughs> Please make sure, and I'm still going out of y'all. Please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, except for Snapchat, <laughs> at Millennial Love. That's two, two L's, two N's, L-O-V-3. Um, and of course... Um. Yeah. Roman is in the background. Roman is running. in the background. <laughs> Roman, can you get on? The, can you go on the other side, sir? Um. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> if you want to cash out us some money, like, um, please cash out. Because we us need to at, be in the studio, right? We really need to be in the studio. <laughs> Roman, get out of here. Um, please cash out us at dollar sign Millie Love. That's Millie with two L's and a Y. L O V three. Um, $5, $10, $15, and I promise you, next time I'm running the show, I'm probably going to have this down pack. So y'all can go ahead and slide me that $5. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> donations, donations. <laughs> What's going on in these streets, shawty? So listen, um, I don't know if y'all knew, but because I don't really follow these people, but 21 Savage and Amber Rose were a couple. They were a thing. So here's the first thing. Who is, who 20, is 21, 21 Savage? Wait a minute. You don't know who 21 Savage is? <laughs> Tell me a song. 21, 21, 21. 21. That's or, his um, life. Or, oh, dang. That's I got the one, one I, two, three, four, four five, six, six, seven, eight, eight yams in my bank account. account. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Have you seen him, though? He's yes, hideous. I've seen that he person. He's like an ant. He's hideous. <laughs> like, he looked like it. an ant with tats. I knew they weren't going to last, Or just though. imagine like a little brown-skinned kid, skinny brown-skinned little boy. With silvers, and he just had tats on his face. That's that's how he looks. He's yeah, basically he a looks. bootleg whiz, low key. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. He's a bootleg whiz. So here's the thing about any of these relationships with like these uh, vixens. Yeah, vixens. There we go. Because they're not video vixens anymore. They don't they're even just... have videos. <laughs> but um, here's the thing about the vixens. I don't ever think any of their situations are gonna truly last because they don't ever really look like they in it for the love like make it last they just be looking like okay this the next one with money so apparently amber rose like introduced him to like vegetables and shit like eating vegetables right which is pretty solid like i think if you're in a relationship you need to learn something that you have like they need to put you on to some new shit, right? So she put veggie tails on for this fella, and <laughs> oh that's what my happened. God. My thing is, Amber is probably like one of the baddest women on earth. No lie, she's fake beautiful. with it, and art like fake or real. I don't know. I think she's a beautiful woman. She's fine as fuck. I disagree, but and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, okay, she's beautiful enough to like get someone better than Twenty One Savage. <laughs> And what's his name? What's the other one's name? Wiz Khalif. However, Wiz Khalif seems like he has a really dope personality. Wiz Khalifa done gained that weight. Y'all can't tell that baby nothing. I really? feel like yes. she just, that's the type of dude she goes for. She goes for a dude that's like really small and like not attractive to kind of like uh-huh. boost things. Yeah, to like Ego. boost how she looks. I guess like she's the arm candy. You think she have that much insecurities? I don't know if she... Uh, I don't know. She's I mean, a woman at the end of the day, regardless of how fine she is. I'm sure she's like, oh my God, my cellulite or oh my God, my something. I don't know. I don't if know. you got the whole world after you, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. Not the whole world, but she got most of the fucking America. But why though? Like what I don't understand, like even with Kim, and I was the one that said I didn't want to talk about them when we first started <laughs> this segment. But like after everybody has had you publicly, why do they still go for the same person? Like who's gonna get Amber next? So I'll say But this y'all don't wanna get with Sanaya? Or Wait. like Sanaa like that? I'm straight on Sanaa. Yeah. She old. Like, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Amber Rose is probably like two years younger than her. No, Sanaa is, I feel like we'll Sanaa's in her Googles. 40s. Sanaa's really? in her 40s. Yes. She, oh, well, she just good. look good. No, dude. I'm not saying she don't yeah. look good, but she's 40 something. Sanaa oh. look like a dud. I'm sorry. You know, I a can't. A dud or a stud? A dud. <laughs> and a stud. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, but there are women out there that, like, have careers. Like, Taraji, like, and she got a man now, but I'm just saying, like, oh, they went do? years. Yeah, like, and he fine too, girl. But they went years without, like, publicly having relationships. So why do y'all always go for, like, that girl that Let has publicly you, been ran through by? I've said it before, but men kind of fall on the slow bus like the you know they're they're kind of like foolish in the head like something just they like love hoes mm. so if taraji or Sanaya was a hoe trust me they be coming after they be coming after some and, and not the all the time winning. but the hoes do be winning listen really all the strippers are getting shows. I don't care what nobody say. But anyway, so apparently <laughs> 21 Savage and Amber Rose, they broke up. Why? The end do do we know why? I personally don't know why. Maybe one of our listeners know. <laughs> Please tweet us and um, hashtag MO3 whenever you tweet us and let us know the info. I don't know why. She deleted all of her Instagram posts and then came back with like one. Like she has seven posts now. She, like, okay, so for me, like you're too old for that. There's, there's no need for you to be doing that. Like, that's when it's like, okay, like, that's when you're looking lame out here in these streets. Yeah. Mm. But anyways, more power to them individually, because I don't think they're going to come back together. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I don't think so either. They weren't that cute together anyways, but her child with Wiz Khalifa is the cutest thing ever. And he's a, he's so smart. Well, that's what's cute really about him. It's yeah. like his intellect. Like, he is just... To hear him talk, he speaks so well. I mean, it's just ridiculous. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would love to have a smart baby one day. <laughs> Can you make those? Can you create those? I don't yeah. Know. Or do you you teach them. You teach them, right? Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> Gotta start early. That goes to show you I'm not going to have any kids. Anyway, so lastly. All right, so Kenya Moore and Michael Rappaport. Is that his name? The guy mm-hmm. from all those racist movies. Anyways. They were on the show. <laughs> Apparently, Michael Rappaport is a huge like Housewives fan, and Andy frequently have him on the show to talk about like his perspective on the Housewives each season. Mm-hmm. But um, he went on the show and he was like, he told Kenya openly, like, you have to know that you're the villain, and you know Kenya don't fall for that type of shit. Like, do not come for Kenya. As foolish as Kenya has been on the show, um, and as truthful as that statement probably is. <laughs> Um, Kenya wasn't having it, so right. they got it. They got it. Well, I don't want to say they got into it, but Kenya completely read him for filth. She what did. did she say? Basically, saying that um, she he said to her, "You want to be me?" What? And her reply was, "A fat middle aged man? I think a, not. A fat middle aged white, white man? man? No, I think not. Yeah, I think not." <laughs> 
Wow. He completely choked, didn't know what to say. He had to just <laughs> take, take a sip of water. Even Andy was like appalled. Andy laughed so hard. Exactly. And it's like, bruh, you do this. Andy is messy as all get out. So if y'all don't know Michael Rappaport, he played on Higher Learning with Tyra Banks in that little racist movie. Apparently, he's down with the brown people. Like he likes black people. Uh, black people, but I saw a few. Um, I think the Root dot com had an article about him talking about like he's like the worst um, racist because they think that they're not racist, but deep down inside they really are. Mm-hmm. I didn't go read that article, article, so I don't really know what the Root had going on. But it was just really ironic that right after I saw that article, this video surfaced, and Kenya Moore was reading him for filth. <laughs> and apparently, she got people on her team now just for doing that exact same thing for like letting this white man have it by letting her uh try trying to let her know who she is and she was like you can't tell me who i am my issue with it and i think it's his natural voice but you're too loud you're too loud first of all and then for you to confront a woman like i think that what upset it what upset me with it was just that andy you're so messy and you sit here and you let this man disrespect this woman like that. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't think men need to confront women. I just don't think you should do it because <coughs> it's aggressive. Like you are a man and you're being aggressive to a woman. And then she's sitting here, her husband's not here and she's having, I mean, she did a good job, but she's having to like, hold this down on her own. Correct, mm-hmm. yeah. Com- you know, like, go back and forth with a man on her own. And I just look at it like, you trying to be funny, dude. She reading you for filth, but you keep going. And then he got back on Twitter and Instagram, and he put up a picture of, like, her and then a gorilla. No, like, he did not. <laughs> yeah, like, it just went... And it's Wait like, a minute, what? Okay, so that's why the article okay. surfaced about yes. okay. him being a little key racist. Okay, the so gorilla took it there. Exactly. So it's like... Why it's like Andy, this is your show, control this. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I just don't like to see men confront women about anything because I think it's like for a woman, you're in a vulnerable place. Because if it got heated, there's nothing you could really do to overpower this man. So, like, for a man to be that aggressive to me, to a woman, it's like cowardly. And then, not only that. Kenya Moore is a part of Andy's network, right? This guy is a visitor, right? He's commentating on his perspective on of the housewives and for Andy to not at least lighten up the situation because that could have been like I think Kenya Moore handled it. I mean, I mean it was it was amazing how she did, but that was at least grounds for him to get cursed out, which would have if she would have done that, then it would have made her character look horrible. Exactly. For addressing a man. For, exactly. Yeah, so and she's was, married now. I can only imagine, like, had her husband sitting there. You know, I don't know their relationship, but I would just hope that if a husband was sitting next to his wife, he wouldn't allow a man to talk to his wife yeah. like that. Yeah. Andy is hella trash sometimes. Well, he's trash to me, but whatever. Um, Andy always be letting stuff go down like that, let me tell you, he That's did his that job. Or... I mean, honestly, that's his job is to, like, basically facilitate mess. I mean that's but that's what he, they pay him for. How he do that? I mean he did that with Patty LaBelle. Like he kind of like manipulated Patty into letting everyone know that Luther Vandross was gay, even though we kind of oh. knew that he was. But she confirmed it. 
What so, is, oh, I missed that. Anyway, so Patty was on the show. I don't know what really happened, but Patty was on the show, and Andy, like, you know, he asks us questions, and then he also have these quote-unquote people that call in or ask questions, sends questions in. Oh, yeah, those questions. And he asks them, and, you know, Patty, Patty is old. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure she don't have time to, like, filter what she's saying. However, she does it the best way she can. But what she mentioned, or what she said was she basically just confirmed Luther Vandross being gay. And Luther didn't tell nobody that. He did. So, Andy be on that fuck shit like that. He and does. then for Kenya to, like, That's Kenya actually works. Kenya actually works for you. And he just literally sat there. So, he just whatever. sat there. But, and then so. Then it became like this back and forth thing on Twitter. And she handled she handled him again well on Twitter. And like other people were, like you said, coming to her defense mm-hmm. as well. But I just think it for men to confront women like that, I think it's cowardly. Like, why are you talking to a woman like that? Before we close, I'd like to openly say that Miss um, Tina knows is one of my favorite old people on Instagram <laughs> and social media. Her and her husband. <laughs> I follow them and I love what she posts. She is so Houston with money. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I love watching her. I I mean, I see her on my Explore page. She is like the real auntie. Like she comments on everybody's everything. <laughs> right. With grammatical errors and all. But, <laughs> oh, but it's so cu- it's exactly. cute. Exactly. It's cute. Like yeah. you cannot tell her anything. But yep, that's it. All right. Well, so much for the streets. Uh, to, <laughs> <laughs> to this self-care. <laughs> Y'all know we're going through these seven healers, and we are on number four, which is diet. So food is the strongest drug you put in your body. Now, that's something to seriously think about. Eating is meant to be a source of pleasure, but use your head. To prevent cancer, heartaches, diabetes, you should eat a wide variety of fruits and vegetables, whole grain bread and pasta, and lean meats as your best food choices. This gives you literally thousands of choices. The key is strong offense. Satisfy your body's needs first, then indulge yourself if you must. And less healthy food. If you make this a habit, your body's needs will be met. You will feel better and eat healthier, finding yourself eating far less fast and junk food. Did Dr. Fam have a typo? Nah, Dr. Fam didn't have a typo. You gave this to me in this picture. <laughs> and it's papers, crumpled. And it's crumpled. It's crumpled. <laughs> My apologies. So I'm, I'm trying to like read through the crumple. <laughs> <laughs> the gist of it all is that we do really need to be careful with what we put in our bodies. I think that last season when we started recording that whole YouTube series or Netflix um, what, what the, the hell came out and then you know beyonce is vegan so everybody is getting on this vegan tip yeah. um i'm not it, nah <laughs> so but i mean you know and then you got the pescatarians and then you got the vegetarians i'm not saying that everybody needs to do those things or go to those extremes but you do have to be really careful with what you put in your body and i think the first statement of that is that it is the most powerful drug drug that you put in your body is very true like that is the truth. Like, yeah. it is the most powerful drug because we can, I mean, with horrible choices, I mean, we lead ourselves to obesity. Yeah. And I like how he put, like, hey, you can eat pasta, but just do whole grain pasta. Like, it's just more so healthy choices. 
I, I think one day, like, I went all day with eating, like, fruits and vegetables. Mm. I do that pretty frequently. But when I do that, I feel lighter, which mm-hmm. is, like, amazing to me compared to when I eat meats and, like, just all the horrible shit. So I think those healthy choices definitely, it's, 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 an, obvious, um, it's an obvious thing to do. Right. Um, because it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what keeps us from, like, making those horrible food choices. Like, I don't know. It's convenience. Is it? When it be quick. Like, but, like, sometimes I something. really just want the taste of hot Cheetos. Oh, well. Yeah. Or yeah, Velveeta I mean, cheese. <laughs> <I'm just finished>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes it, you do just want a piece of cake or a cookie, right? But how much of it that okay. you're putting in your body is yeah. what is going to affect those health issues. And I think that, like... I was having some health issues, and once I decided to change my diet, like within two months, mm-hmm. it has eradicated itself. Wow. So, you know, I really like these seven healers because once we put them all together, you can see that if somebody really followed all seven of these, that they would really live a very healthy life. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. So, are y'all still doing y'all breathing, by the way, Car? I did it today, actually. Good job. I mean, I didn't do it for 20 minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes is extreme. That's why you have to break it up. Yeah, I tried to do it, but I did it like probably for five to seven minutes Mm -hmm. intermittently. And it actually, it works. That's one thing. Like Ben starts to notice that when I start like getting mad, I'll just start breathing real hard. He's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, listen, don't don't worry about it. I'm trying to. I'm breathing right now. I'm breathing right now. It's calming me down. Don't even worry about it. Thanks, Dr. Fam. Yes. Thank you, Dr. Fam. So the fourth healer is diet. Everybody this week, be careful in what you put in your body. Remember to protect your energy and your space and your mental health matters. Real quick about diet. I started doing a keto diet. Have y'all heard of it? Is that where you eat a lot of fat? Yeah, it's like, no, it's very low carb, high fat, high protein. Yeah. A lot of people that I've seen are doing it and I've lost like tons of weight on it. And apparently it's just like really good for your body. It's Mm -hmm. almost like a paleo diet. If you know Mm -hmm. anything about like the CrossFit diet. I just started today. And I actually really feel fine. I'm tired because I have like overlapping tiredness from this weekend but as far as just like at work and stuff i like felt good oh that's good so you have to tell me about that because listen i'm I'm just afraid of that fat part like i'd be thinking of like cholesterol well you're not eating like you're not like grabbing r you're not like grabbing lard and like grabbing it up putting it on top of your chicken but like it's basically talking about like dairy. so you can eat the skin? Oh, like dairy, dairy and cheese and like okay. olive oil, avocados, okay. that sort of fat. Okay. Like today for dinner I had like uh a taco salad with like lettuce, meat, avocados, tomatoes, salsa, and um what else was on there? Jalapenos. Listen, I just love tacos. So tacos is great. Right. Have to work so for you me. can do but anyway, that's I just thought about I miss it. tacos. You don't. You can't eat tacos. I mean, you can eat fish tacos or like shrimp tacos, but that they don't taste the same as a chicken taco. Wait, you it's gave not, up meat? Yeah. How long has it been? Well, I mean, you know, I fasted in January, and when I came off the fast, the only thing that I added back was dairy, bread, and seafood. That's cool. Yep. So, anywho, I miss like real tacos. <laughs> 
Chicken tacos. I can't. I can't even imagine tacos a fish taco. I would probably just do a veggie taco and load it with cheese. Tacos are a food group, low key. They need to be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what you can eat tacos for any meal? You really can. Seriously. Breakfast. I eat. Seriously, tacos. breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having tacos at my wedding. You know what? <laughs> um, I would be first in line. Well, <laughs> I'm going to eat tacos eventually one day because I miss them so much. I mean, I'm from Texas. Yeah. So speaking of I miss you, I want to ask you guys a question. <laughs> um, Since, you know, we talk about sex, love, and how we're selfish AF. This icebreaker is going to be about sex. Okay. What out of these four would you consider to be the best sex? <coughs> I miss you sex, makeup sex, drunk sex, or come back to me sex. Mm. And let me give the disclaimer or like, you know, the explanation of the difference between I miss you sex and come back to me sex. Come back to me sex is y'all broke up, you didn't started to talk again, and it's like time to make it official. And so that's the come back to me, like, yeah, I'm about to make you mine again. And I miss you sex is just like, oh, you went away for the weekend and I see you again and I miss you. Can I alter the little come back to me sex? Sure. Um minus the commitment. Everything just minus the commitment. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I would do come back to me sex. Why? Because you had like the emotion. You can have sex with emotions with the come back to me sex. Even if y'all not making it a commitment. I mean, I can. I don't know about okay. other people, but okay. I can. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Come back to me sex. Because it's like you, you you want that old thing back. Uh, 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 she want them heroin tracks. Never mind. Y'all don't know about that. Yeah. That, what, I do. What I song just... is... Jay Z, um, oh, American Gangster. Okay, okay. okay. Um, oh. So it's like you're getting that old thing back for me, minus the commitment. Okay. Dang. Uh, That's just like homecoming, where you're going back to homecoming, like you kind of get with that old thing, you know? And y'all ain't going to never be together. Y'all going to never be together. It's just like come back you know, for homecoming they <laughs> until <are> Sunday, <laughs> until my flight leaves. <laughs> you know they're trash. And then we you think this weekend for these 24 hours. See, stop. that's terrible. I'm yeah. trash for that, but come back to me, sex. You know, come back to me, sex. That is a good interaction, but I would have to have to have the commitment for me to say that that's the best out of these four. Okay, Ooh. that's fair. See, I disagree. I'm stuck in between come back to me, sex, and makeup sex. Okay, because I feel like makeup sex only really works when you're in a relationship with somebody, like, mm -hmm. and you like y'all just been fighting for like an extended. It's been an extended argument, and, and then y'all finally. It's been like three, four days. It's been three, four days. Y'all finally, he finally apologizes because you know he was wrong, <laughs> and then you finally stop being mad, and then y'all you know go to, he was being petty. right, and then y'all go to bed, and then it's like one of them like. He just started grabbing on your titty and then it just happens. And then it, that'd be just the best. But the come back to me, though, without the commitment. is <laughs> amazing. It's lit. Because you ain't got nothing to lose. You nothing. already know it ain't going to be You know, none. you can be as emotional as fuck. You can say, I love you a thousand times. Because it ain't going to never, ain't gonna never, never be go nothing. there. Seriously. You can actually look at them in their eyes. Like, I honestly <laughs> did not realize how powerful come back, back to, to me sex, sex was until probably... 
I would say in the last two to three years. But isn't that like, for the come back to me sex, isn't that like the reason why <laughs> it's the best because y'all about to get back together? No, that's a come back to me. Okay, so on one hand, that could be a possibility. Correct. Okay. But I think what makes it even better is when y'all both really like each other, but you know it ain't gonna never correct. be Correct. Because it's like that's just, the best because there's nothing to lose. Correct, yeah. So you just all in. You all in because you're, they you're already all, know what time it is. Intense is. The intensity. You're all in is there. because you can you can be vulnerable from an emotional state and physical state yeah. without like the pressures of being in a relationship, the no pressures judgment. of the pressures of you having to forgive someone, like because even with like that um, that makeup. makeup sex, it's like I think one person enjoys the sex more than the other because if you're having to forgive, you're still in your head a little. At least I would. I don't just forgive. It depends. Like yeah, that. and it depends you on know, the argument. But it depends yeah, on I the agree. argument. But like that, come back to me, sex. No, it's like I'm like, nigga. For real, <laughs> no. I I I think the come back to me, sex. Because you know it ain't going to never be nothing. Like It's really just like, let me get this one more time. And y'all can chill. And then literally chill, chill after. You can literally chill, chill after. So I think that's why it wouldn't be considered for me the best of the four. Because so what's your best? I'm probably going to be in my head that whole time. Mm. But the best for me is I miss you. Okay. And it's just because, I mean, we talked about this before. I don't send pictures and I don't want no pictures. Right? So when I see it. <laughs> it's time for it to go down. And I I like wherever we are, like in a kitchen, in a living room, yeah, with the windows on open. On site. With, on site. On like site, it's just yeah. and it and that's when I'm gonna be like really, really intense. And like kind of sloppy, but not super sloppy, you know, just like You go in. Yeah, I'm gonna go in. Cause it's like, I missed you, but I'm gonna <laughs> let you know what you missed, my oh, nigga. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Come back to me. I feel y'all because it is intense. It's so intense. It's so intense. Of those four, I need that. I miss you. (laughs) (laughs) The I miss you is good though. Because I do like, like especially when when with the long distance relationship or when they go away for like longer than a week at a time. It Mm -hmm. is like, okay. Bring that ass here, boy. I feel like it's way better. (laughs) I mean, this is going to sound horrible, but I feel like sex. In a relationship, is better when you ain't seen them in a minute. Like for sure, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. like, I mean, the rollover, like, so I mean, like, we about to do it or not? Like, like think, and even the opposite of that of like just doing the extreme. Like, what do you like? What do you have on? Like, what are you doing? Let's yeah. just let's just fuck. Like, yeah, we don't even need all that. Correct. You don't have to turn over. You don't have to look. Like, <laughs> let's just get the side and go. <laughs> but I think that that's when drunk sex come in. Not like yeah. Eco- Inherently drunk yeah. sex because that's stupid, but like drunk sex, that's when like when you're in that routine of being with somebody, that's when drunk sex is really. Here's the good thing: I just thought of something. Like, drunk sex in a relationship is amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Way, about. Yeah, okay. yeah, because yeah. you do because yeah. your inhibitions are gone. Cur- you're yeah, more like yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I can uh, agree with that. So those long term committed relationships for those of you that are in them. <laughs> Uh, that drunk sex is really it's spontaneous too cause otherwise you're just gonna be in your bonnet and it's gonna be stupid like okay let me just pull my drawers to the side that that I'm out with my girls and I'm texting you cause I'm about to come home and you already at the house and I've been drinking that's like the best 
That yeah. is the best. I have That's, a question. That is Because you mentioned, like, I'm out with my girls and you at home. Like, can y'all both go out, like, at the same night separately? And both get intoxicated? <laughs> well, yeah, but it, I, it seems like from what I see on TVs and, like, from my experience with my, you know, other friends, like, like I guess not a single night, but, like, a solo night, one person stay at home while the other person go out. Well, I mean, and y'all can probably attest to this, but in my mind, I look at it in past situations, it's like all of our friends aren't on the same schedule too. So like True, yeah. so, they in relationships and this so happens to be the one weekend where all the girls can get out. So like that's why all the girls are out. You say I'm a little petty. Like if you're going out, okay, well I'm going out too. <laughs> yeah, we just, see, we just won't petty. meet up. <laughs> you go you go out on the north side, I'm gonna go out on the south side. You know, just meet <laughs> oh at home. <laughs> anyway, so speaking about these relationships, um, good icebreak. I like that one. Yeah. Um so hey. two weeks ago we did um relationships from the angle of the the side chick the side or chick. the side piece from the angle of the cheater. Okay. Then we did the side piece from the angle of the side piece. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, now we're about to do the main piece. No, no, no. Yeah. We're about to do the main piece. No. We're about to do, do the side, side chick or the side piece from the, the angle, angle of, of the, the main. main. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that confused the fuck out of me. We're talking about the main piece. The one who is extremely faithful and loving, probably right. has way more more values than the uh, them other two hoes. Clearly. Clearly. Um, no, I'm kidding. I mean, maybe she just hadn't got caught. That's cool, too. Yeah. This is that ain't cool. But I would like to think that she's the one who is holding down the moral values in the relationship. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. We're going to say that that is that person. Yeah. It's okay. That is faithful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, all right. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you? So my first question, right. You know, what do you think makes a person stay with someone who have cheated on them? Why do they say one time or like? Well, no, because we talked about the consistent side piece. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why is the main staying, the main piece staying, knowing that the side piece has privileges and is still like kind of around? So I look at it like they probably are thinking about all of the things they have to lose. Correct. Um, in a marriage, especially, you know, divorce is not easy. You might have kids involved. Um, the other thing is the time that you've invested, the things that you've been through with that person. And then also that insecurity of thinking, um, will I ever find somebody else? If Mm, I leave, will I find somebody else? That will... Be on this level of stability. Correct. Right. And I I actually spoke to someone um, who said that once you've been through something traumatic with somebody that you love to the core, you're never that person again. Hmm. So then it's also like understanding that I'm going to have to go through this hurt 
and I'm going to have to go through this pain instead of just staying here and just dealing with it. Like, they haven't had a kid yet because we're going we gonna to at least say that this is somebody that hasn't had a kid. So they haven't had a kid. Instead of me going through the pain of like, you know, sometimes breakups are like a death. So instead of me going through that pain of like losing somebody, I'm just going to sit here until they decide that they're done. Oh, that's it's dead. I would definitely say no. It's so dead. It's dead. I think. Yeah, I think. I think you're right. And I think the larger thing, especially for people that have been married for a long time, is what I kind of talked about last time. Is just like it becomes your life becomes so intertwined with that person. Not just your emotions. I mean, everything. Take out emotions. Your bank accounts are intertwined. You done bought this house with this person. Y'all done bought stuff together in the house. Y'all go to the same church. Y'all's friends group, friend groups are the same. Y'all's children go to the same school. You done freaking met his whole family. They be babysitting the kids. (laughs) Mama be babysitting. She cook your pot right the way you like to cook. It's just like your entire holidays you spend with, with half with your people half with his people then you get I mean it's just your entire life y'all had the same phone bill it's just everything <laughs> you know what I'm saying now I gotta take you off my phone bill it's just so and it becomes more change than they want to go through and it's like I can yeah I'm I'ma just stay where I'm at because I mean I'd rather like deal with this situation Figure out what we gonna do. Either I get me a side piece too, or something. But like, let's just keep this business situation going as like business as usual, which sucks. Yeah, but that's the reality. Like, people really be staying out here because of that. Yeah, I agree. I think both of y'all are really at the top, um, and I agree with that. I'll probably also add in like that that emotional. Like them being emotionally dependent on that other person. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in a relationship for, especially at at that capacity where like you're extremely in love with this person, is tenured, all all things involved in what Car said, all things involved with what Mish says. It's like you you sometimes depend on them to make you happy whenever you're unhappy, mm-hmm. forgetting that at one point you have to make, you had to make yourself happy whenever you're unhappy. So. Them being dependable, like them depending on that person emotionally, it's like, fuck, like, I don't think I want to deal with the world on my own. It's convenient for me to just stay here. He or she is, quote unquote, not a, not going to go anywhere. Um, and maybe I can change them or maybe I can change him or her. So I think that emotional dependency is also uh, something that we have to consider um which is why me being in a relationship i try to check myself all the time like am i being emo like am i depending on this person to provide happiness or provide comfort like i have to always check myself so my mood does it change because what this person is doing or what they're not correct exactly so um those are some areas that i personally check but i think i think all all three are good i'm sure there are other things to consider so i want to add just this that like that other part of like not being married looking at it from like the boyfriend girlfriend or you know whatever aspects of things oh well we almost there like i feel like he gonna propose to me so i 
I done put all, in all this work and I done been here this whole time, I'm not going to let it go because I'm almost at the finish line. And some people stay for that reason. Like, I So mean, I guess we can take that statement a little bit further because I know growing up with men, most of the time men are the one, well, from my experiences, my male role models were the ones who fucked up. Mm-hmm. So um, that vice that I would hear or the conversations that I would hear is you got to make your home happy again. Like you have to stay, not you need to leave because you're unable to be committed. Right. It's mm-hmm. always like either don't let her know, <laughs> you know, just on some, yeah, like, no, pass no, down yeah, fuck yeah, shit. Yeah, pass yeah. down fuck shit. What she doesn't know will hurt. Don't play around your fucking house if you're gonna do this shit. Do yeah, it over don't there. bring it. Don't bring like, it to your stuff. Correct. Your front it's, door, it's, yeah. it's always yeah. advice to um, cover up, not necessarily get the man to. And from, like I said, this is from my experiences through other, you know, males that were in my life growing up. It's always from that angle, and I've also seen it from like a woman's side, right? So, what is that advice for women, or like, what is the type of conversation that goes on from like, it could be friend to friend, or mother to friend, a mother to main, aunt to main chick, like you know, like what is that conversation like? So, I think that's what I've heard before. Like growing up, I remember hearing like conversations in, you know, family members. We supposed to be in the back room, but we not, and we hearing what's going on, and they like, but girl, you didn't put in all this time. I mean, a man gonna be a man. Man, this is what they they love to say that. And I, I remember hearing that, and it's like that is you got people that are convincing you to stay, to hold on because you almost there, basically. But if it's gonna get better when (coughs) y'all get married, but it depends on who you're asking, because some people, like I've been in a situation where. Like half of my friends were like, stay, it ain't that big of a deal, you good. And the other half were like, no, like he don't deserve this. He don't deserve you, blah, 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 regardless of how long you put in. So I guess it just depends. I feel like when you ask somebody who is married or who has been through a similar situation and stayed, they're going to be the ones that say, stay. So I guess my question was for more so like older people. Like, what are some things that you're hearing from the older generation? Oh, that's the older folks. A man going to be a man is the the top. So y'all have never met. So y'all have never met a woman, an older woman that's like, leave his ass. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that I have, but... Are they in relationships? <laughs> <laughs> or that the the if they having give that advice, having better than having no man at all. And if they give another, that advice, I've heard that one before. If they give that advice, it's because they're scorned, or they yeah, or I don't, I don't they're know. saying that you're too young to be worried about it, type of thing. It's not really because they have your best interest. You it's always it's, it's always either youth or like. You know, they man cheated on them, so they're like, leave him. We are, you don't need them, and they, you know, are married I don't to know. Jesus. Because you see, I would probably, I, I am that friend. Like, I'm not gonna tell you like leave first sentence, but I probably will tell you leave by the tenth sec- sentence. And <laughs> it's because I need to, I need for you to understand your power, and I need to take you to a place where 
you are making the decision or like you are at least understanding that, hey, you can get out of there in order for you to really evaluate the situation. Because I feel like Mm -hmm. some people who are in relationships are only speaking from a reference of what they have been through, not necessarily of what you are going through. Right. And I think that's based upon like what happened. So for me... Don't come ask me no situations about like you and your like your man cheating on you because I'm gonna be like you need to leave. This person is at this particular moment they are not doing you any justice right now. So what does that look like with you leaving? And it may be an extreme, and I know that that's probably why some people don't come talk to me about these situations. But I'm cool with that because but I at least want you to at least identify mentally with the power that you do have, other than you trying to figure out how you can stay because at this point. Like you are taking the ownership of like controlling your emotions because you can't just act, um, you can't act out at any given moment because you know then he'll be he or she will be able to say like, oh, well, I thought you forgave me. Like, and sometimes that I'm probably taking the conversation somewhere else, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that if a friend was going to a older woman, like you just said, uh-huh. they're only going to be speaking through um. their experience. So, but like us, we're younger. So your peers, I'm not just thinking about my experience. I'm thinking about how you look as a person. <laughs> like, I'm going to just be like, girl, for real, like this is what we doing? You just, this dude is just going to have a whole nother relationship on the side of your relationship and, and you staying and she- because you want to be married? Like, that's that's why you staying? But I'm a, like I'm young though, or right, yeah. well, not so, just that I'm young. I'm your friend, like correct. we're peers. Yeah. So I'm not looking at it just as like, you know, what I've been through. I'm looking at it like, yo, this is my friend, and I don't want you to, yeah, yeah, experience this that's, pain. That's one bad thing about older people. I think they're very wise and they have a lot of wisdom to give, but they don't know how to filter advice based on who they're talking to and what hmm. that person needs to hear or hmm. what that what is really the best thing for them. Yeah, correct. They're only thinking about, well, but, if it was me, I would do blah, blah, blah. Girl, yeah. but your man just stopped cheating and he's 55 right. when his dick stopped working. Like, right. That's the only like, he died why. and you then found <laughs> right. out he had 13 other kids. Yeah, like, nah. you know, and so that's the only thing that yeah. I don't like about asking older people <laughs> for <laughs> advice. I mean, listen, dude, it's like, you'll be, you'll be surprised. Like, I've, like, I've read studies on how, like, <laughs> nowadays, like, men are having dingling problems at a very early age. What are you, oh, no. I'm serious. Ding-a-ling. I read an article in the Dr. Fam office. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, Dr. Fam got all the education. He has all the works. He has all the keys. But anyways, that's a very... I just want to ask that question because I think it's important for us to identify, like, how... All this, like the conversations that we hear, like we're in the living room, the you know the the older people are in the kitchen, but we can we can hear talk and how that affects us whenever we get older, you mm-hmm. know. So my next question is, um, is there ever a period of the main person being like one hundred percent comfortable with the side piece being there? And I think a good example would be for these. Um, athletes wives I would feel that Mm. at some point they're bothered but I think they get to a place of I guess I don't know if it's 100% being comfortable but it's like a new level of comfort like 
It's Which less, in return can be 100% comfortable in your eyes. It's less comfortability, I think, and more complacency. Like, you just get into a routine of, like, this is what my life is. And you and you get to the point where you're like, I'm okay with having all the coin, being the face of this relationship, and because that comes with a, its own set of perks, even outside of the person that you're with. This is, like, for somebody famous. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't have to deal with the BS in quotes. Now, for a regular person and like, you know, Tyrone up the street. Speaking of Tyrone at Howard, we need to talk about that. We need to talk about that. I yes. forgot about that. Yeah. I knew that there was something. Ty- I was it like, was I forgot about Tyrone. It was Tyrone. It was Tyrone. Yes, baby. I was like, it's something that I had to talk back. about. We will have, have, have to circle back. Because I forgot back. about it. Anyway. We're going to talk about it on this but episode. But you got, yeah, you got Tyrone and Keisha. Like. Keisha not worried about... I think Keisha stays and becomes comfortable if Tyrone is doing everything Keisha wants him to do. But if he's like dragging her, acting a fool, embarrassing her out in these streets, then Keisha's never going to be comfortable. Keisha can only be comfortable once Tyrone like basically acts like he's supposed to act. And that's how... The side piece is honestly supposed to give the main more security. That sounds crazy, but... Security as in like... Not let her know. Well, not only that, like just don't have the main chick out here looking crazy in these streets. And basically, have like she, at least she knows is, her man is such going a to terrible the, operation. No, it is. It seems so devilish. At least she knows <laughs> well, where he's going. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing I can think. Well, of. I think I think the athletes' wives are one hundred percent comfortable because, and the reason why I say that, not all of them. Like, obviously, that is an extreme, but. I think that before going, like, before, I think getting chose, and I'm not talking about the women who, like, held them down in high school and, like, really held them down in college. I'm talking about the ones that they meet after they're in the uh, NFL or NBA or whatever ones they have. So, I think it's by surprise that they get a ring. But I think in their mind, they have already prepared themselves for the struggle, which to me is being 100% comfortable. Mm. I, you're okay with being a side chick to an athlete and you're okay with being a wife to an athlete who has a side chick. And you're also okay with being, obviously, um, being a wife to an athlete in a committed relationship. I think you prepare yourself mm-hmm. for all of the above just as long as you have that connection. Mm-hmm. And so I could, you know. In regards to that level... And it's different levels to that level. But that girl that's been with him throughout whatever, Mm -hmm. um, like let's just say Savannah and LeBron, right? Mm -hmm. They met in high school. They went to prom together, all of that. I think she had two kids before they got married. But there had been rumors of him cheating on her and like things coming out before they got married. Mm -hmm. Thing about it was these are rumors, Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think for her, it's just a level of like, I'm not going anywhere because there has not been any concrete. She knows he's cheating, but there's nothing concrete. Like you remember me saying, like, I don't know that I've ever been cheated on. I don't. I don't I have any proof of it because mm-hmm. no one person has come out. Mm-hmm. But and that's the thing for her, like no one person has come out and said, like, yeah. For sure, he was at my house doing X, Y, and Z. It's just been like, yeah, 
that this girl probably was walking down the hallway and LeBron's room was down there, so she probably was in his room, but we don't really have concrete, right? Mm -hmm. So, of course, Savannah's going to stay around, because why, why would she leave? I don't know. They've been together that long. But we don't know if she didn't have concrete evidence. It didn't come out, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, oh it wasn't out the in the media. Know, right. But then you have, like, the Kobe, right? When Kobe and old girl, and that was a whole, like, rape charge, right? Yeah. So, like, that's the next level she is stayed. that <laughs> she stayed. She, she stayed. The bag. <clears throat> but exactly. So, that's what I was about to say is that she stayed, but she got more money from staying. Like, he bought her, he went, bought her a stupid, they were already married and went in and bought her another, like, dumb, stupid ring that was like 17,000 carats big. You know, like, it was, <laughs> right. like, ridiculous. Right. So, then there's that level. And then, you know, like the other the level. level is that you just love them. Exactly. And then the other level is just like that girl that worked. She wasn't there the whole time, but she worked to get that space. She knows how hard she worked. And she knows how many other girls she knocked down to get there. She, why, where's she going? It, se it seems like a terrible life to live. Like I It would does not, seem terrible. I would not want to live that every single day. You don't, but where are you going? You <laughs> but then I mean, that's the thing. I, I guess it's just a lifestyle. Like You literally prepare yourself to know that your man is going to cheat on you. It's just a matter of how many times, whether he's going to make you look stupid on new streets. What you gonna get in exchange for that? Cause they Jeez. get, I mean, you pay, like literally, you pay for everything you get. You everything. pay for everything you get, whether it's I just hate you to... emotionally pay for it or whatever, but you're gonna pay for it. But then you can take it to the the regular smegular group, right? Mm -hmm. So we talking about the young man that's out there and um maybe he's an exec in the company, right? And she's you know, doing her thing. Yeah, they're making about like 500 together, together 500,000 right? together. Yeah, they're not yeah. famous, though. Don't nobody famous. know them. They make good little money. He got something on the side. Where's she going? Tell me where she's going. <laughs> and I don't man. think that it's like I'm 100% cool with you going out there smashing people, but where am I going? Listen. Because where am I going to find yeah, this, this type man? Of, yeah, in this city. In this city. And he in black? This day and, and he black? <laughs> right. Where, where and he's attractive and he ain't got 30 kids. Like there are right. so many yes. things that so you put in that. He don't got no like, STDs. He's, you know, it's, it's something. I mean, and I'm not... I you disagree. don't condone it. You don't. You're not 100 no, percent okay with it, and you're never just gonna be like, you know, I'm fine with it. But then, it is still that. Where are you going? Listen, one of my friends' friends, their one of my friends' friends' friends is like three <laughs> layers of friends, right? Mm -hmm. But I know them from a distance. An right? associate. An associate. And I know their family from a distance. Like their mom is going through the exact same thing. Like, dad is super successful in the city. Mom, you know, is staying at home, obviously. That's the worst. And I mean, like, to stay at home. I've experienced oh, the mom, me. like, the mom is super nice, but I've experienced the mom just like, I'm like, what is going on? Like, she was, she, she was acting like different from what I normally know her as. And I can tell that. Something the is weight happening. of all what she's going through, she's being she's unable to control her own self, like her own character and her emotions mm. and stuff like that. So I can only imagine, which is why I like to make sure that my friends know, like you know, you can leave this situation, right? Correct. You know, you can like work and pay for your own shit. 
You know you can do that. You know you can do that, right? <laughs> like, you can do all this. And I think that's the difference between back in the day, you know what I'm saying? And, like, now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I think more women now would leave, but then you do, you still have their percentages, like, they don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think now more women will leave because we know we have... We can fend for ourselves Correct. now. Back in the day, it was like, dang, he got this whole family over there with Esther. But <laughs> and me, me and but my I ain't folks got chilling no over here. Right. Correct. So and I got to stay. And I'm saying this, but like, I feel like our generation, we may leave prematurely. Like sometimes you, I feel that you do have to go things and through go through things in a relationship. It may not involve cheating, but sometimes cheating does make the relationship stronger, does make the bond stronger. I think we can sometimes leave prematurely, but if we're if we're talking about a relationship where the man is having a consistent side piece and she's just there, and like you know, I have to go with that that angle, right? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, Mish, bro, Car, like y'all gotta chill out. Like you can do all this by your damn self. One right. of the Tyler Perry movies, I think it sounds like that. <laughs> I can do bad all by myself. <laughs> exactly, myself. woman, thou art child, whatever, uh, whatever it's called. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so um. How does one move on from the cheater? Like, let's say the main is tired. How do they move on? I think that comes from confidence and like stop questioning yourself in those questions that I was just saying. Like, where's she going, right? Mm -hmm. Stop asking yourself that. Like, stop trying to look at what the future holds and just dealing with what is right now. And that is not something that is a healthy relationship. Like you said, um, trials and tribulations are going to happen in relationships, but somebody consistently having somebody on the side. She's dogging your ass. Just the consistency is what's dead. About exactly. It. Yeah. You don't have to deal with that. And it doesn't mean that you leave that and you're going to forever be by yourself. Yeah. And People I think oh. they have to, like, they have to stop asking those questions and then just get up and muster the strength to move forward. Um, for me, I think I'm kind of like, I think extremely weird. I think when I look at, um, and this is just my thoughts and I think that relationships are beautiful. Like if they're done right, I think if it's executed right, it's, it's beautiful. But in relationships like this, it's like every day that you stay there, I visually see you digging yourself in a, a deeper hole. And emotionally, my, emotionally or like all together. <laughs> well, yeah, emotionally all together, right? <laughs> Financially, all that shit. Right. Um, you're digging yourself in a deeper hole, and I think what I wh- how I picture it is that like the person that like it's just one hole, right? The person that you need to like get around is the man or the the person that has cheated. They're like blocking you from getting to the top, which is where like life is and where all your friends is. <laughs> and I think you have to like literally dig yourself out of that shit emotionally, dig yourself out of it financially. Like you have to dig yourself out of it in order for you to like really see life for what it is. Because what you fail to realize is that when you're in love, like you're in a like I don't want to say you're in a fake world, but like you're you're in another world outside of yourself. Yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. you just be so consumed with that person to the point where like y'all go to dinner together, y'all go visit family together, y'all give y'all, y'all go visit friends together, y'all go to church together. Like everything is like a is a fake world, especially if the relationship ain't right. So I just feel like you have to get yourself out of it. Like and it's what how Michelle says, like, stop asking all these questions 
and like get yourself out like get out of the fucking ditch or get out of the hole and then we're gonna go from there but you can't you can't rationalize what's going on and also rationalize like how you're gonna get out and what you need to do i think it just needs to be like call that call your uncle tell your uncle to give you 500 dollars so you can rent a truck get all your your shit out get your stuff and leave and then we can Talk about what's next. Don't deal to. with the anxieties of the future. Nah. That's in that moment. easier said than done, though, y'all. But that's why he's saying dig yourself out. Yeah. yeah. You have, like, you it's not It's not an overnight thing. It's not like, oh, you found out he was cheating with this girl for six years on so Tuesday, like, on, and then on the Wednesday, Wednesday you're done. No. <laughs> but dig yourself out of that. Don't sit in whatever it is that you're sitting in. Don't sit in those emotions. Like You got to come out of that eventually. And stop consulting with them. Like, stop telling them, like, your next moves. Fuck that. Like, I'm about to leave you? Nah. You need to be, like, gone one day. Yeah, that's that's honestly the best revenge. Leaving without a trace. It's not even about revenge. (laughs) It's more so about, like, get the fuck out of there because you're losing yourself. Like, at this point. You're losing yourself. Like, you're losing yourself every single day that you stay with this person who is consistently cheating on you. Even if it's one consistent main chick or several other consistent main chick, he is consistently cheating Cheating on on your ass. So, (laughs) or she is consistently cheating on your ass. And... I think that's something we have to address. <laughs> we have to do another episode? Nah, we're oh, going to okay. talk about this now. It's just the the double standard of if it was a female cheating on a male, <laughs> he wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to handle no side dude. No. Like, he would never be 100% okay. You think Stedman is okay if Oprah cheated? Listen, I have a friend. Stedman cheated? No, I'm saying he oh. would be okay if Oprah was cheating. I was like, stay and cheating. Oh, Lord. I have a friend who is in a marriage. They are millennials. Um, and she is the cheater. And yeah, her man is just, he know about it? I don't really know him like that. He definitely has to know about it. Is um, she like dirty open with it? Like, just like she. Picked- I don't think that she's sloppy with it, but. Um, I think they also have, they have like, I think two or three kids and um, like I'm single with no kids and right. like she kind of be out more than me. <laughs> wow. How so, sway? Because um, they be on with them kids. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, this has been going on. I think they've been together for about like eight years. Oh, gosh. Um, and I would say that this probably have been, has been going on for the past, like, I mean, I've been in Dallas for how long? About five years. This has probably been going on for the past like four years. I, this is, I know I talk about marriage because I'm like on the cusp of it, I guess. And so it doesn't make sense to me to commit that much of yourself to somebody and then cheat on them. Like, I don't even, I literally can't. And I know we talked about earlier how it like shuts off when you get married. How does that happen? But it did, like, it's doing that for me. Like, I, I feel like as soon as we got engaged, it's just like something something went off in my head like this is like the person I'm going to be with. And so I I don't even have a desire. Like it makes me feel crazy to even think about that I would ever have a, a desire to cheat. Well, I think... And that's now, a good... Yeah. That, you I, should be in that yes, space. But correct, I'm saying... But yeah. I guess my question is for people like that, that do cheat in a minute and like or have a full side yeah, piece, yeah. how do you... How emotionally... Can you handle it? Like well, they what? were never emotionally involved in the marriage before. They were okay, involved so in the idea of being married and the pressure of 
America saying like, hey, you need to be married. Like people, they mm-hmm. have so many microwave marriages, y'all. Like that's why I don't really be going to marriage, like weddings. I don't go to that stuff. Like unless it's you're like my friend. Yeah. I'm going, like, I would much rather send you an Amazon gift in the mail rather than me <laughs> buying a flight. Like, it's, and not not saying that because, not saying that marriages don't work, but I just feel like, wait, you just met this person, like, two years ago. Like, they don't even know you. It took me five years to really get to know you. And you're getting married. And I just feel that people uh. marry the idea. I feel that people marry the idea of being married and they don't really get to know the person. And then when you really stuck with the person, like it's on a whole nother level. So you really start doing things that are so outrageous because it's like, so I agree with what you're saying, but I disagree with the timeline. I think that I know people that have gotten married after six months. And I know people that were in a relationship for six years with somebody before they even got engaged and they still cheat. No, no, no. So I'm I not saying like, that they can't cheat. I'm saying that I'm not coming to your wedding <laughs> if you're not my friend. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've oh, only well. met this person for, like, I just, I'm, I, that's just how, it, like, I'm, I, that's just me. Well, you I guess what I'm, what I'm saying is that I don't think it matters how long you've known somebody and, okay, to know gotcha. that that's who you want to be with or that you want to marry. That's fair. But, um, but I feel like, okay, let's say for Car and Ben's situation, like they've been together, and if it's okay for me to use yeah, yeah, an example, yeah, okay. they've been together since college. I feel like, you know, if Ben is going to do something that is negative in the eyes of being married, Car can have, Car has an idea of like what that is. So it wouldn't be, not saying that it can't be, but it wouldn't be as shocking. It's just like, you, you know your man at this point. Yeah. You know, you at this point, you know what he's going to do. But like for these, for some people, I just feel that, you know, the one to two years or even the three to four years. And well, I'm, I'm just letting you know right now that I ain't, I ain't finna be with nobody for no nine no, years and I would before definitely, I get I wouldn't ju- No, like, I wouldn't judge I'm you for that. No, no, no. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not judging them for that. But I'm just saying like, okay, so even if you do the one to two year marriage, like I still feel that you still have to like look at it like... I'm still getting to know this person, like even within marriage, which I think that it's okay. Right, and there should be grace still, given. Exactly. For because I feel like when people end up cheating in marriages, it's because something small happened, they never forgave them and then it festered. Like with that sort of thing, you have to be in the mindset of I love this person for who they are now and I'm going to love them through whatever changes they're gonna go through. And who they become, right, because I think they were always, always evolving. Correct. So that's my Correct. and that's yeah. that's why I say I don't understand how emotionally somebody has the capacity. Now, if it's just a I'ma just go have sex with them, okay. But even then I don't understand like emotionally how you can allow somebody into like that part of your life once you once you make the commitment to get married i feel like not that it's okay to cheat in relationships but i feel like for me it's like that it's not as much of a commitment as it is like once you get engaged and you're married it's just such a huge commitment to that person becoming like they become like a part of your body correct they are like they that's are what i'm your saying one. so like i can't but, even like but people i think that people most some people get married for external reasons so like once you've had that person to like help you get to that next level like once that is completed that external thing is completed they can't provide for you anymore so you do things outrageous like cheating like yeah. even with people who like it can be simple as managing money like after your account has been managed from by this person they can't provide anything from you. Like, cause 
physical attraction is going to go out the door in like less than six months. Yeah, After yeah. you get married, like blood pressure is going to go down. Like everything's <laughs> going to go down. Like, you know, but I just feel that some people, they don't marry for love. They don't marry for like that emotional connection. connection. Yeah. And that's I what I don't that. understand. I just, I don't understand that because I would never do that. Listen. Well, some Marriage people, I mean, huge like Justin said, some people are getting married like six, seven months. They've been together. They get married because it's like, oh, this is what society is telling me. And then you have other people. It's like, oh, well, I might as well marry her because like, we've been together. We got two kids. So listen, yeah, it's and they still cheat, <laughs> and they still cheat, still and it's cheat. it's just because, like he said, they are not marrying because they are one hundred percent emotionally connected, and that chemistry is there, and that love for each other is there. It's like, all right, I might as well do it. Cause that's what people telling me to do, on both ends. I don't know. I would much. So trash. I don't know if I would much rather a person marry for love, knowing that that person ain't shit, than for them to marry for <laughs> assets, knowing that like you're not in love with this person. Yeah, either I, one is like it's dead. Because it's not gonna last. It it's just not gonna last, y'all. People change, Listen, and it's just great. Go to therapy, it's... stay in therapy every week. It's gonna help you out. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Anyways, anyway. that's all the questions I have, um, and I'm glad that this is the end of this the main chick, series. side chick, uh, cheater. The cheater one was one of my favorite because it was just like rubble. It's a good one. It's a good one. I'm just, I'm glad I'm like you. I'm glad we over this cheating series because listen, I want to talk about happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> next next topic has to be happy. It we has can't. to be happy. Like we don't want to talk about these cheaters no more. We rebuke it in the name of <laughs> Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hey y'all, y'all already know what time it is. It's your girl D Cardi, and I'm coming back in 2018 talking to y'all about what bio clarity because what your girl skin is looking right. So basically, I started using BioClarity back in 2017 in season one, and y'all, my skin is thebomb.com. All my Instagram photos be popping because I know y'all be liking these pics. My skin is smooth and soft. Any sort of breakouts I've been having are gone. No redness, no irritation, no nothing. So why should you use BioClarity? Well, a couple things. First, it's easy on your skin. It delivers glowing, clear skin by reducing redness and boosting your natural beauty because I know y'all fine out there. You can use it twice a day without worrying about any sort of excess irritation because there are no harsh chemicals. Also, BioClarity is packed with clarifying botanicals and new Floralux, which is naturally derived from chlorophyll, which is that green stuff, you know, that plants be needing. And it's proven for soothing away blemishes. So not only is BioClarity full of antioxidants, it also reduces redness. It feeds and defends cells with an alphabet of vitamins. BioClarity is delivered straight to you and is easy to use. It's a three-step ritual that's 100% vegan, plus it's gluten and cruelty-free. So there are three steps. First, you cleanse. With the rich foaming facial cleanser, it gently removes dirt, oil, and environmental pollutants. Next, you treat. And the treatment penetrates pores and attacks the bacteria that causes acne, so it clears up your skin. And lastly, you restore. And the Restore Gel has exclusive Floralux, which leaves your skin feeling smooth and refreshed. Now, BioClarity also offers a skin smoothie with hydration. Hydrate is a lightweight, breathable moisturizer, which is designed for even the most sensitive skin. You can use Hydrate by itself, or you can use it with the BioClarity system. So, do you want to start a healthy habit and get glowing, clear skin just like your girl, the Cardi? If so, go to BioClarity.com. And just for our millennial love listeners, 
you guys will get your first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's over a $20 savings and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So in order to get that money-back guarantee, all you got to do is enter our code LOV3. That's bioclarity.com and enter the code LOV3. Say hello, hey boo, to new skin. Bioclarity.com. Um, so wait, is it my turn? Well, you need to go back to Tyrone though. I think you better call. Oh yeah, because I forgot about Tyrone and I knew it was someone I wanted to talk about. It was that. His ass done stole all that money. Four hundred and twenty-nine thousand, yo. <laughs> wait though, but the pictures though. This but nigga wait. like leaping, <laughs> like leaping. Was Tyrone okay, y'all? Come on, come on, come on. Was Tyrone really flexing like that though? Did you not see the pictures? Oh, you didn't see the pictures. So I saw some of these pictures, but it was like, okay, are these pictures coming out from his friends, or was he like really? No, these he was on like a gram? blogger. He was a blogger, oh. like a travel fashion blogger that's a lot of money and he and and also he like was featured on magazines like he like this <gasps> guy yeah oh Cause I did, wow because when i saw the pictures i said the same thing too i was like maybe he just flexed it for the gram like you know he go to howard like they kind of you know how they be no <laughs> i i like really researched it that baby and he done deleted all the social media so like you can't but he was like uh. a contributor to like online sites and stuff like as a blogger Wow. So he was really out here in law school. In law school, how did you have all that time, baby? I don't know her. No, I don't know where. I so barely have the time thing. now. My thing in grad school, like they're gonna give you more loans, like because they know that it's kind of hard for you to like work a nine to five and go to grad school. I mean, mm-hmm. and go to school. So they give you more loans than what you would get in college and undergrad. Mm-hmm, yeah. My whole thing is like, why did you have, like, why can't you just chunk up the, like chunk it up like everyone else? Like you literally have to steal money from the university, bro. Like I mean... that's the shit that pisses me off because honestly, that was my situation in undergrad. Like apparently they didn't have no money for me. And I'm like, this, I got a 3.0. Dang. And y'all don't have no money for me because I I had financially, I mean, from the hours within the year, I had less hours than I should have. Y'all ain't got no money for me. So y'all can't put me in no class. I literally had to set out and pay that $7,000 back. In two, it took me two years because I was working fucking part. I didn't. So, <laughs> so what he did affected students? Oh, yeah. People like couldn't get like they were like he was sending emails out because he worked in the financial aid office or whatever, the yeah. grant office or whatever, and was sending emails out to students basically saying like, hey, you're going to have to seek outside scholarships because we don't have <laughs> no more money so for you. Terrible. Oh, and he was taking the I don't I need to read more up on it. I don't know. Well, that's, exactly. what that, that's what that email said. Yeah, like, the I email don't know. was like, hey, I owe no, 16, that email. 000. Yeah, he's like, I owe 16,000. Can you like give me five grand and I'll pay a thousand like we, we what we have been doing, like, so this person was receiving, apparently from the email, and this could be fake, but I don't think it is, but whatever, allegedly, um, this person had been receiving this type of benefits, like, for the past, like, few semesters. And he even said, like, you know, he even mentioned his mom, like, my mom will give you $1,000, he or she, and baby, Tyrone, email him back, you need to seek outside, like, you need to get some scholarships, because we ain't got no more money. But apparently he's getting hella coin, buying all kind of designer things. Well, how was I'm, Ooh, Jesus. 
So, okay, wait, wait, wait. So, how was he getting the money from okay, the school so, to his bank account? Okay, so apparently, if you worked in financial aid and was a student, it's almost as if like you worked at an apartment complex, right? Mm-hmm. The apartment complex pay you so much of money off of like your rent. So, it was something like that. Like they paid him for working financial in the financial aid office, right? And gave him like a little, like you know, money to go toward. I would assuming going towards his tuition, like right. that's how they would pay you, like a stipend. But I don't know how mm-hmm. he was like receiving this money. Apparently, it was like seven of them or six of them that got arrested. So it wasn't years, just him. Oh, how many years did this go on? I mean, he's in law school. How long is law school? Three, Three four years. years? Three, Three years. years. So, so he finished tw- law school. No, he was about to graduate in May. What? I think, I think he was literally about to graduate. I don't know. Oh this is, my god! This is me pulling info from Twitter, <laughs> and we know that Twitter can be one hundred percent correct or one hundred percent incorrect. Right. However, this nigga was still enrolled. Matter of fact, Howard um, undergraduate uh, students like they all came together and they went to the financial aid office singing Rihanna "Bitch, but I have my money." Yeah, I saw that. That they is. Also, <laughs> They also like the student government put out a list of demands. Like, hey, you, you this guy like walked away with four hundred twenty nine thousand dollars. Like, we need X Y Z. Like, it's like eight demands. Point, yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, so man, I mean, I saw the story, but it was just like, I mean, somebody else steal the money. That's the way I looked at it, you know. But well, then I think it's a big deal because it's an HBCU and there's already limited funding in quotes, limited funding, and so. Like people think, like most of the time, there are always issues. I mean, y'all both went to HBCUs. There's oh, always I had no financial. issues at Prairie View A&M University. Okay, I, I really didn't. To, oh, okay, I was about to say I went to Southern. I had issues. Yeah. I knew the president. So financial no aid issues. issues are a thing at HBCU campuses. So this just kind of basically makes it like real. And, and this concrete. is like our, our our Harvard. Like this is Howard. Yeah, University. Howard is like yeah. Um, and then not so that's only probably that, why I didn't look into it. Not it's only, because I, I may have been like slightly embarrassed. Like, dang, for real? But you seen that At amount the HBCU, of money? That's what you did? So much 420. Like, that is pure greed. Like, nigga, take your little extra $10,000 and keep it moving. You do not need that much dang. money. That's so crazy. But that's sad. That's embarrassing. That's probably why I didn't look into it. Because I was like, man, you make us look bad in front of these white people. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that there's a whole system going on there. It's not just him. It's like yeah, people approving shit. Like, I would literally get yeah. rid of everyone in the financial aid office. Sorry. Everyone. Yeah, I mean, everybody's gone because how did y'all let 400 something thousand dollars leave and put into one person's bank account? Everybody's fired. Oh, well, yeah, they fired about six other people, too. Yeah. In the I mean, we're wiping that whole thing out. Like, that's that's no question. But the even sadder part about it is that this has probably been happening for years. Oh, absolutely. It's just this is the first time it backfired. Terrible. Well, I know. I know. I just, it's did he just, get arrested? I don't know. I have so many questions for him. Like, why would you but do that? But he put out a statement. Like, I saw the statement. <laughs> I didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah. And the truth will come out. Yeah. He really was like, the truth is going to come out. I did not falsify and I did not basically like a a, a probably, Bill Clinton. Yeah, he probably was sleeping with somebody. <laughs> that's the only thing that's gonna get him out, right? Woman. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Car shit, you the lawyer? What? Like I, what if he was like sleeping with a, like the dean of finances? I don't know. 
And then he that, could use like sexual harassment. Well, <laughs> if he was over the legal age, outside of yeah, I don't think that's nah. a dumb. That's a dumb side piece. You supposed I to mean, have that money. Is Tyrone straight? Because he, he could use that as you know a little leverage. Like I mean, they was just paying me off. I've been sleeping with him all the time. He oh, didn't if want he his was wife gay. To know. Oh. So this just money I got. But mm-hmm. it was coming from the school, though. You were supposed to get that in your account, like, from that person. That's so sad. It's so sad. Anyway, so um, more power to the students of <laughs> Howard University. Um, if y'all are listening, Millennial Love are with y'all. Um, please go demand more from your university. Um, and I'm sorry I had to go through that. And I, Tyrone is the face. I think it's more people that were involved, but Tyrone is just the face of the scandal. Because he was because so he, egregious. The stuff he was doing was so Flying in the air and stuff. Look, That's listen, why. did you see this nigga with like the fur coat and the Gucci bag? Yes. Took me out. When he was in Cuba, did y'all see No, I didn't see the Cuba one. Cuba? I didn't see the Cuba one. I ain't even been to Cuba. And I work for listen. my money. Uh-uh. Listen, Dang. I don't know. This is just sad and pathetic. Well, let's get this millennial moment because, I mean, that's probably enough for the millennials right there. But <laughs> actually, we probably could because yeah. <laughs> he is a millennial out here stealing these folks' yeah, funds for their classes. People. Stop stealing. Like, you have to stop. Okay, I forgot we got an email last week, so I'm just going to read the email. Oh yeah. Um, hey crew of Millennial Love. I recently found this podcast several weeks ago and I've been listening to it ever since. What's her name? Oh, you gotta come up with a name. I don't know. It's a girl boy. It's a girl. Ethel. Oh no, we can't do can't Ethel. Can't do Ethel. Use your go me, she got it. Um I think Beatrice. I, I thought we already used Beatrice. We didn't use Beatrice. That's fine. We can use it again. Okay. (laughs) I'm about to be 24 in April, and I really enjoy all of the topics. I recently listened to episode 42 about dating people with or without a degree and episode 50 on the different types of friends. I graduated college in 2016, and I'm an accountant. Okay, girl. Okay. However, a few of my friends from high school have been at community college consistently ever since we graduated high school. I have contemplated on not being their friend anymore because I feel like we're on totally different pages. Why? Then, oh, sorry. But then on social media, they always be tagging me in different best friend quotes and stuff. However, they are the friends who are bad communicators, but always be saying we need to do this and that. And when I try to plan something, it's a no reply. None of them came <laughs> to my graduation either. So how do y'all feel about having friends with or without the, a degree? And do you all think I should still be friends with them. Thanks in advance, Beatrice. So, I mean, I kind of, listen, I kind of feel her. And it's not about like, oh, my friends don't have degrees. But here's the thing. When I moved back to Dallas, and obviously at that point, I'd had gone to undergrad and then got my master's degree. We have a different mindset Mm -hmm. we don't think the same we don't want the same things we don't talk about the same things whereas some of my friends that did not even go to college they still want to just talk about people conversations that I have with others 
that are my friends and have degrees is more about like what's our next step. So I can kind of feel her. It's just like it's tough because, yeah, these are long term friends or whatever like that. But if they're not progressing in life, because I don't think that you just have to have a degree to be successful or to be an intellect. But if you haven't challenged yourself, what do we even talk about? Right. Because I don't want to talk about these people that we went to high school with. That's dead. It's done. Yeah. Um, well, for me, I have friends. Well, major, I would say majority of my friends um, graduated college and have that master's. So it's, it's definitely a different mindset. Um, but what I can say is my friends who um, did not graduate college um, they provide like other things for me and our relationships are successful. Like, you know, I know that, you know, we may not talk about, um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think that the conversation I'm, I'm, I don't think our conversations are like just drastically different from like my friends who are educated, um, or who have degrees. Um, but I would say that the reason why my relationships with people, with my friends who do not have degrees, like they're loyal, like you know, they provide like love and like things that you would need. Like they're consistent, they are dependable. Um, so are they support? So like I think one of the things that stood out to me with your letters that you said like they didn't come to your graduation. Like they only want the hype of being. They only want to. They only like the hype of being your friend openly, but they're not willing to do the work behind the scenes. behind the scenes. So mm-hmm. I would say because of that. You know, like I think you grew, like y'all really grew apart. Like those are not, those are not your people because they're not supporting you and supporting you in a way that you would honor, not necessarily supporting you the way that they would honor. So I would say because of that, I mean, just keep it moving. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page with Justin. I think it's. I think partially it is a matter of not having anything to talk about with those friends sometimes. But then the other part is the non-supporting. Like, I feel like if they were really, like, supporting you and being in your corner and they just happen to not have degrees and not be able to, you know, talk about whatever the degree things people talk about, I guess, that would be something you would have to think about. What are your like most important attributes as it comes to your friends? Like, I feel like loyalty is one of those things that it doesn't matter what degree somebody has. If they're loyal to you and they're in your corner, then it doesn't matter. But then on the flip, if they're not, it's kind of like you might want to chill on them. Yeah, it seems like they're weak. Like, they didn't come. And who tag? I mean, do I tag y'all and shit? No, I do an Instagram if I do post a picture. You don't really be tagging uh, stuff. Um, I mean, I had a friend that's a really close friend to me that didn't come to my graduation for college, but that didn't stop us from being friends. I think, you know, everything... I don't know what this... I don't know how many friends this is or what the circumstances is, but... I don't I don't necessarily know that that makes them unloyal. I think it's just like everything as a whole. Like also they say they want to do stuff and then when she tries to do it it's crickets. Mm-hmm. It didn't yeah, come but to we the also we also don't know how she's don't talk about anything. Y'all not doing nothing. I'm thinking that like, as a whole. Yeah. I'm thinking like the disconnect is definitely obvious. And I think both parties are contributing to the disconnect. 
I think for the sake of her yeah. like deading the the relationship is because they're not supporting her. Like like she, like you said, like you want to do things, they don't want to do it. You know, they didn't even like your graduation. That's something that like it, your graduation is almost on the same level of as your wedding your day. Wedding. You know what I'm saying? Like you. There should be no reason why that you could not come unless it was, you know, an extreme case. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think you know what you need to do with that relationship. I don't know if it has anything to do with the degree or not. Um, in fact, um, you know, for me, because I do have friends that, you know, don't have degrees, I try to, like, motivate them in ways to, like, you know. Enhance because I've ex- Yeah, enhance life in some type of way. And if it's received... You know, wonderful if it's not received, then okay. But, you know, they provide other areas like support and they're dependable, they're loyal. So I think those are things that, you know, obviously, um, and when you consider a friend, those are the things that you look at as well. And it mm-hmm. just seems like they're not doing the bare minimum like that. So I would probably be done with the situation. Yeah, that's interesting. She When I read that email, she actually made me think, like, how many friends do I have that don't have degrees? Mm, yeah. I'm not going to say the number. I don't know. if I, I, Close friends, I don't, I don't have that many. I don't have that many either, but I also don't have that many, like, high friends. <laughs> high school friends, yeah. Yeah, I don't have... Most of my friends... Well, no, anyway. I mean, the friends that... I guess for me, the friends that would be the people that don't have degrees are the people that I met when I was younger. You know, like yeah, like high yeah. school or friends. grade school. Yeah. yeah. And have y'all met new friends with no degrees? Through work. You gotcha. And that's only because not, like. Yeah. But they're not even labeled as friends, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, like they just cool. You know, they do something in another department and they cool. Yeah, they cool. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah I don't <laughs> I really hate talking about this. Let's, I know I do. I do too. It's so awkward. Hopefully that helps you. All right. Out. Okay. They can still go back to school though if they want to. Just don't go if they want where to. Tyrone is in. Listen, <laughs> I have this one friend. I have this one friend. Like I know our conversation won't go no no further than X Y Z. But she provide she gives me so much life and love to the point where I'm like come around. It's just I don't know what it is. So that's the stuff that I'm talking about. Like that that person that you know that you're not gonna you're not gonna meet them ever again, no matter who you come and encounter in, encounter with. Did I say that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't know. But like I said, you know, she already knows. She already knows what she need to do with them people, like with her friends. Yeah. But I congratulations think the combination to you. of it all is like just you know. Yeah. Let it be what it is. You Congratu- don't gotta end it, but. Yeah, then they can post it. They can they can tag you. It's okay. Yeah, you know, like don't don't even. <laughs> I don't even think you got to mention that. But unless they are like you know on some gang gang shit, and you that's you're not, you know you're not trying <laughs> Did to have you just that. Say gang gang. <laughs> exactly what he said. Um, and you're not trying to have that. You know, because there's been plenty of times where I've been tagged and shit, and I had to go ahead on and like hide from timeline or remove tag. <laughs> Oh, I removed when I was on Facebook. I'm removing all of this. Don't tag me in nothing. Right. Hide from timeline is because <laughs> you don't want them to like. I don't want see it you. on my page. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it on my page at all. Um, that's so Get trifling. Out. It's really not. 
But anyways. Word of the day. If you want the word of the day, please send us $5 via cash out. We really need $5. Money sign. We have not. Millie, LLB3. We have not seen a $5 yet. Nah, in a minute. Because they've been, they been hitting us up. They've been giving us the 15 Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they have been. Yeah. Thank y'all. Word of the day is glib. Glib. Oh, <laughs> glib is an <laughs> adjective. It has several def- definitions, one of which means lacking depth and substance, and another one means smooth and slippery. See, you know what? Glib. You give me this word glib after we... T- and talk about these girlfriends Man, and I want to say in my too. mind it's just like I'm about to use that example yeah, but I'm not too. even going to do it to my her friends glib <laughs> her friends her are friends so glib, are so glib. <laughs> and we can end it on that note <laughs> goodbye no well, we gotta say, we have to say something before we go but it's so perfect though her friends are so glib to her oh yeah they are glib to yep. her that's it that's it Congrats on your city. account. Like you're an accountant at 22. Um, I'm pretty That's sure right. you're about to get your CPA license. If For you're real. not certification, if you're already not certified, sure you can do our taxes. Hit us up. A one. You ain't got to put five dollars right, in the cash app. Just come do these taxes. <laughs> All right. Bye, All right, y'all. Anyways, thank y'all. Talk to y'all later. Bye. <laughs> Bye.